0: Welcome to the Rethinking Church podcast. My name is Tim, and we're really excited that you've joined us today as we take a step to kind of talk about a definition of leadership and what is involved in leading people from where they are to where God wants them to be. There are all kinds of definitions out there for leadership. Everything from John Maxwell's uh, definition of leadership as influence, simply the permission, and ability to influence others to make a move. At its most basic, perhaps leadership is taking yourself or a group of people from where they are to another place. I like to think about leadership here in terms of discipleship and development and calling. And so we tend to talk about leadership as the ability to influence others to become everything God created them to be. When we focus leadership on being who we are and who others are and are called to be, then the doing part tends to come more naturally. We're able to act on who we are, and that leads us into doing things that we ought to do. Now, there are five components that are involved in leading. Five components that are involved in every leadership adventure. The first is vision. Every leader needs to have the ability to discern vision, either of their own ability or working with a team or a group. They need to be able to discern and communicate vision. Now, this can be simple. It can be someone who leads a family coming home and saying, tonight, we're going to get all of our homework done. We're going to do the dishes and then we are going to watch a movie together. That's a vision for something that God has for us for the night or really just something we want. There was uh, once a time when Bill Gates said, I envision, I dream of, I picture a day when there will be a personal computer in every home. On every desk, they will, there will be a computer. Now, their vision can be grand. It can be about major differences in the world. It can be simply of setting your alarm at night is a vision for how the next morning will go. Now, a lot of us don't live into that vision. We may hit snooze once or twice or 37 times before we get up. But the, the truth is setting that alarm is an act of envisioning. But it, vision isn't just the ability to turn, to see A picture of the future it also involves the ability to communicate that with others to help others to believe in that vision to help others become frustrated enough with where they are now to pursue that vision but vision itself is never enough to move us or a group of people into becoming something different or doing something different we require a strategy This is how we are going to get there. Why and and where is is communicated in vision, but strategy is how. Every great vision needs strategy. Rarely are any of us as individuals gifted to discern and develop vision and to develop strategy. Most of us need to come together with other people who think differently than we do to pull those components together. So you have vision, vision, and strategy. Strategy is the steps. We're going to do this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and that's how we're going to win. That's how we're going to get there. That's how we're going to become who we were created to be as individuals, or as a team, or as a church. Once you have vision and strategy, you need to build a team. So you have vision, and strategy, and team building as the third component of leadership. Now, In a dream world, you can uh, cast vision and develop a strategy and then go recruit the best players for your team. You can go and recruit the best teammates, the, the people who can fit into each part of that strategy perfectly. But it doesn't always work like that. Ideally, you'll have that strategy and you'll know exactly who you need to do what. But, and then you can go and recruit them. But the, many of us, especially in the church, we're given a team first. We, we, we come to a new place. We come to a new ministry. And there's a team in place that we are, are asked to work with to do what we believe God is calling us to do. And so the, there is an overlap in these steps. It's not just strictly cast a vision, build a strategy, and then build a team. You have to be able to see the interplay because when you have a particular team that will affect your strategy, and even your vision. When you have to begin to ask, what has God already put in us? What dreams has he put in us? What abilities has he put in us? What has he put in us that we are really good at, that we should be investing our time and our energy in and in understanding our calling? Who has he made us to be? When we can begin to answer that question and we start with the team, we can develop a strategy that allows us to get where God is taking us. Now, one of the most underpracticed elements of leadership in the church is evaluation. Evaluation. Now, when I say under practiced, I mean it's formally under practiced. It's not happening in staff meetings. It's not happening in board meetings or elder meetings. It's not happening when we come together. We're not stopping and evaluating an event. We're not evaluating our decision. We're not evaluating our worship. We're not evaluating our discipleship strategy and pathways. We're simply doing things that we've always done and continuing to do them, hoping that we'll get a little better at it the longer we do it. The problem is everyone who comes to our churches, everyone we lead is evaluating us. They walk out of here and they are evaluating your music and evaluating your sermon and evaluating your hospitality. They're evaluating the temperature in the room. And if you're not asking those questions, you are setting yourself up to lose your ability to influence and connect and develop those people. It's key that we evaluate everything we do and to do it clearly and honestly and openly and without ego. It is, I believe, God's will once in a while that a leader's feelings get hurt. We can't get stuck or prideful or fearful of change because we're unwilling to hurt each other's feelings, because we're unwilling to speak clearly. When we fail to speak clearly, we're not being kind. We're being dishonest. It's important that we speak kindly and lovingly, but continue to speak clearly, evaluating everything we do. The only way what we do gets better is when we evaluate. And so the fifth and, and final step of this kind of process of leadership is repetition. Go back make the improvements that need to be made and do it again and then you create this loop of evaluation and repetition stopping on a regular basis whether it's annually every six months to connect what you're doing back to vision and strategy and the team and making sure everything lines up across all five of these every team Every organization has to have these five factors if it's going to move forward, if it's going to become what it was created to be. Every individual needs these these five components at work in their lives if we are going to become who we were created to be. We need leaders who help us to ask the hard questions, that help us to think, help us to envision and strategize and bring people around us to evaluate and keep doing it again. It's the only way we move forward. We need leaders who will step up in our church and do the hard work of, of envisioning the future, of dreaming and imagining what's possible, of, of working through the steps to get from where we are to where God wants us to be, who will will do the hard work of developing teams, pouring into people and helping leaders to become who they were meant to be so that together we can keep getting better. And then evaluate everything, every little thing you do, evaluate it. Listen again to the services. Listen again to discipleship. Listen again to your events. Pay attention and rehearse what you're doing and ask the questions, what worked? What didn't work? What could work better? What do we need to change? Was there anything missing? These common questions help us to to ask and understand what's actually happening and then put into practice what you learn. Act on it. Repeat it. Do it again. When we enact these five components of leadership, we prepare ourselves and our organization to become everything God created it to be. Again, my name is Tim, and it has been a privilege to spend these few minutes with you. If you have found this helpful or encouraging, inspiring, I want to invite you to go to to Apple Podcasts and to subscribe, to like us, to share it with someone else, And, and we look forward to continuing to share great content together as we rethink church and what God is asking us to do in this new season.